For me, mm-hmm. it sounds like take action. Just exactly. stop stopping, just go. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to HackCast. This is season three, episode number eight. And today we're going to talk about Hacksoft's vision, mission, and values. But before we get there, as you may see, it's not just me and Evo. We have one more person joining us today. Yeah, I'm coming. You've seen me in a in an episode before. Yeah, in season two. And yeah. uh, Kamen will be uh, present in this episode and also in the next two episodes. So we have a change in setup. Ivo? Yeah, the setup is changed a little. Almost, it, It's almost the same, but now we have Kamen and another pair of microphones. And this time we are laid down differently. Yeah, So, so, so I sides. Th- yeah, so I think it would be a little better. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, We'll see. Before we start, uh, because this is going to be an interesting episode, we have to say two things. And the first one is, we are aiming to get to 8,000 subscribers, as you may uh, have known up until now, because we are constantly reminding everyone. And we are halfway there. We are at uh, around 530 subscribers. 33. Something like this, yeah. And once we get to 1,000 subscribers, we will pick one of the 1,000 and we will give away this beautiful beast. What is this coming? This is the Dask Keyboard 6. It's great. Yeah. I, I love it. Can't recommend it enough. It's a mechanical keyboard. This is a newer model. I think it's from this year. Yeah. It's basically the latest uh, yeah. Dask Keyboard that we ordered. And we haven't opened it yet. Uh, there is yeah. a dent on the side. But yeah. this is from uh, shipping. So it's it's actually fine. And this is going to go to one of you if you are one of our 1,000 subscribers. You'll get this exact copy. Yeah. This exact copy, yes. And the other thing is, uh, since the for season two, we ended with the questions and answers uh, finale, we want to do the same thing for season three. So please write us a question. The team for season three is uh, business, big business, as they say. <laughs> business. Uh, and you can, you can ask us a business-related question or you can ask us any Hacksoft-related question. We want to have enough questions for an hour-long season finale for uh, Hackcast season three. Yeah, so that's it, I think. I will now take this yep. and move it to the side. You said that we are at 530 scri- subscribers? 33. 33, yeah, but this is at the time of filming. Yeah. So, do you imagine if we get to 1,000 before this gets released? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not really possible, yeah. With the current... I think uh, we have quite a healthy rate of growth uh, for subscribers, and people are actually enjoying watching the content that we produce, so uh, I believe we will get... At some point by the end of uh, when we release the end of season three, we will be quite close to 8,000 subscribers. Mm-hmm. So this is this is our goal. And now for episode number eight, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the vision, the mission, and the values of Hacksoft. First of all, why is this important? Why are we doing this as a topic? Well, having a mission helps to align everyone to the same direction. Having values help uh, to keep the course and to not stray too far from the idea of Hacksoft. And uh, the vision is, I think it's also something that aligns us in the same direction. Yeah. I think it's important to say that we we, we, we put this mission, vision and values down like really early in our uh, journey. I remember we were like probably four people at the office and we yeah. were figuring them out. I was a little 
skeptical at the beginning that at this early stage, we actually need this. Mm -hmm. But it definitely helped, first of all, align ourselves uh, to a common ground. And uh, I think it's really important to say that we didn't really change the mission vision in Valus Cloud this year. Yep. So I get, I guess we 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 nailed them down the the first time. <laughs> we might have to perhaps adjust some yeah. or change yeah. the wording. Change the wording, probably. Yeah. Uh, I think there there things can be improved. But uh, first of all, it's vision, mission, and, and and values are usually recommended if you go to some kind some kind of MBA and you want to start a business. It's you need to have a vision, a mission, and a value and this may sound uh, a little vague and um, you may be wondering why do you need to define this, those things, but if you actually uh, give it enough time and give it enough uh, thought, you will end up with something that reflects your thinking, your way of thinking, and you will um, attract people that are uh, kind of aligned uh, in the same way of thinking as the vision, the mission, and the values, and I think this worked out pretty well for us. Mm -hmm. The vision is something that's perhaps not achievable. It's supposed to be not achievable. It's supposed to be like a, like a moonshot to define something. What, what, what's the ultimate vision? Where do you want to go? At least from, from our current point of view. Then the mission is something that's more concrete and more tangible. And then the values are basically the things that we are looking for in ourselves and in our colleagues and Combined together, the vision, the mission, and the values, uh, this serves like a framework for uh, decision mm -hmm. taking or making. What was the, the correct word? Decision making. Decision making. So decision taking is in, in Bulgarian. In Bulgarian, Bulgarian yeah. 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 You take decisions, but in English it's make decisions. Yeah. It helps us uh, uh, make decisions, basically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think we have made quite a lot of decisions based on, on this framework, based on what we have written down as vision, what we have written down as mission, and what we have written down as values. And also it helped us attract the right talent and maintain the right people in the company because the, the folks that stayed for, for, for long periods of time and are still with us, I think this is what resonates with them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, Teddy did something really cool with the latest vlog, uh, A Week in the Life of an Eastern European Software Development Company. <laughs> it's a mouthful title. Uh, I think Teddy asked a, a bunch of uh, the folks working here at Hacksoft what are their favorite values and why. Mm -hmm. And it was quite eye-opening even for me because you kind of listen and uh, hear the thoughts and reflections of the people working at the company for the values that you want to be uh, at the core of the company. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, and and I'm pretty happy that I think every single decision that we take, we are uh, thinking throughout this mission and vision and values, yeah. even though we are not just printing them and reading them loud and uh, uh, getting the, the decision because we have such a vision. It is something that we, we, we come up with without, without just copying it from um, anywhere or um, just our way of thinking and uh, it's not just a PR and mm -hmm. marketing effort, write something down because you need to have them, Absolutely. but it's rather our way of thinking about the company. And I think this is why it's, it sticks for now mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because it was just a, a PR, PR thing. No, no one cares. And I think it's extremely important when you are trying to, to do a business with more than one person in there. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I'm really happy that we did it in such an early stage in our, in our journey. Yeah. yeah.
And so the idea for, for this particular episode is to basically go one by one. I think uh, all three of us, we have opened our website yeah. <laughs> on the company page and uh, just go one by one with vision first, then mission, and then values, and just just discuss it, just talk about it. All right. Just one last thing before we yeah. start doing that. Uh, so you said that we did it pretty early, and I, I can't recommend... Uh, can't, can't recommend it enough because if you're doing a company all by yourself and you're the sole leader and you're micromanaging everyone and making all the decisions, it's okay to not have mission, vision, and values, but that doesn't scale very well. And if you want to be more than a single person leading this company and have leaders and team leaders inside mm -hmm. and, and people be aligned in the same direction, it's a great idea to do this earlier. Yeah. Uh, because this sets the team in a... In a in a single direction and fighting for the same goal. Even if someone doesn't agree, doesn't have the same values as us, uh, then perhaps we're not a good fit because we're not. We will not be fighting for the same thing. We'll yeah. be pulling in different directions. Uh, you two mentioned the word alignment. I don't think yeah. that's that's the core thing. Mm -hmm. It helps you create and have alignments within your company and within the individual teams of the company. So, yeah, starting with vision. <coughs> The very first thing that we have written down is become the solutions company to which businesses come to get things done. I will read them as we have uh, written them. Uh -huh. I think at some point we will change some of the wordings, mm -hmm. but uh, for now it will be uh, verbatim was the word for it. <laughs> the meaning will stay the same. Yeah. yeah. So how do you uh, how do you think about What's what's the idea behind become the solutions company? Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's break it down. So so we are the solutions company, making meaning that we we are a solution company. We we are doing software development and working on different solutions for for different clients that are mm -hmm. that are go. But but the key here is to which business come to get their things done. Yeah. So 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 at the beginning, our idea was and it still is to uh, ship software without the client needed to be involved in the software development in any way. And th that's our idea behind end-to-end -end software development. We don't really need any specification to build your software. We are just a partner there to help you build whatever you're trying to build. Yeah. And we're not just the the, the, the out-stuffing company that yeah. you... W when you have a well-defined work, you're just sending there to be done. We are helping you end-to-end -end from, from, from the beginning of the software to the actual end and the support and the deployment and everything. And that's, I think, the, the most important here. The most important thing here is that it gets the things done. So yeah. this is pro probably the most important software, the, the most important part when it comes to writing software and doing software yeah. is to actually make it done, to, to, to make it work, no matter what it takes in terms of technology or, um, let's say, everything. Yeah, absolutely. If you don't have a good idea of what the end product should look like, we'll help you brainstorm. If you don't know what technologies to use, we'll help you with to, to make the best decision. Mm -hmm. If you don't, if you're not sure for some parts of the system or app, will help you to find the the right answer for this too. Yeah, it, and it's for me, it's avoiding the standard way of working as the software development company is body leasing, outstaffing, thing, augmentation, whatever. Mm -hmm. we, we've discussed this at length at some of the earlier episodes of uh, of the season. And we don't want to do this. We want to basically solve problems and solve problems with the with business in mind, meaning not only the technical part, but also 
uh, it should make sense for, for the business and we should bring value for the business. Meaning sometimes we will take decisions that are not uh, like tech, the most optimal ones, but they will get the job done at this particular ca- uh, moment for this particular use case for our clients. And I think this is this is quite important because we uh, we are trying to position ourselves as, as someone who will solve your problems, keeping your business in mind. And usually those problems need a some kind of a software solution, you know. And that's that's for that for me is extremely important because it's way higher up the food chain, and we're not just uh, leasing bodies all over the place, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's why that's why I really like this vision, and this vision really helps us make the right decisions, make make not take, all right, <laughs> <laughs> and be aligned towards where we where we want to go. Good. The second one. Oh, wow. Be a family for everyone working in the company. So this started out easily uh, when we were four people. Uh, but yeah. it's going to get harder and harder as we grow and as we scale with more and more people joining in. Uh, but I think we're doing a pretty good job. Yeah. What, what personally keeps me in the company and what is my, my passion is to help other people uh, improve themselves and uh, become better software engineers. And Hacksoft is really focused around around people. And uh, I think this is the part of the uh, company as a family. Now a company is bigger. It's like hard to say it's a family because we're 34, 33 people and <laughs> it's a big family. Obviously, not not everyone is really close with 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 all the other um, coworkers, but. I think this is kind of a core vision. We may change it a little in terms of wording, yeah. but, but but the core idea here is that uh, the company is really focused around uh, people. Um, oftentimes, the people are even more, more important than the um, clients and the project themselves, so we need to keep the right balance, and this is kind of hard sometimes. But my, my personal vision and what really keeps me in the company, what really uh, keeps me passionate about my job is actually helping people becoming better at their job. And... To me, this is this is extremely important in in our vision, and this is for sure we're going to reward this reward mm-hmm. rewrite. Basically, for me, is being uh, human people, human or people oriented or human or people focused. I think this is the correct way of phrasing this vision because being a family is right now it's not very like you will get a serious backlash because you say you are a family for everyone working because of all the corporations that are using this just for PR. You know, yeah. all the big corporations, they don't care about their people. If they can fire everyone, they will most probably do so. And we've seen this with the latest rounds of layoffs and mm-hmm. uh, the way that they conducted those mm-hmm. layoffs. So I think uh, saying that you are a family for everyone working in the company is not treated very well right now. When we wrote down this as a vision, we really meant it. But as you said, we were four people. And right now, the better phrasing for this would be that we are indeed more people-oriented. Meaning, we will um, make and take decisions that are more in line with the people working at the company than with uh, our business goals. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think this sets a trend with the mission and the values as well. Yeah, uh, because we also have uh, values, and also one of our missions is to work as we are working together. Not exactly as a family, but we care for our people more than we care for 
maximizing some kind exactly, of yeah. revenue. Yeah. We will not squeeze out revenue at the cost yeah. of uh, burning people out and then throwing them away. Mm-hmm. As is the usual way of doing business in, in the software industry. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think this is a very important piece to have early on because uh, that's how you know that you've gathered the right people that look in the same direction. Exactly. Which does not mean that people should not uh, be doing their job well or should not be performing. Yeah, you know, this is not correlated, but we are not here to squeeze people out and throw them away after this. Yeah. This is really, really important. And we're going to rephrase it as something else. Thank you, big corporations, for ruining <laughs> the family values for everyone. Thank you. All right, and those are basically our two visions. Those sit at the top. This is where we are aiming at, and this is our, uh, how to say, biggest alignment, yeah. where we want to go. Now, following the vision, are we have four mission statements, which are more concrete and more specific to what we do as, as a company. And the first one is, it's a bit mouth, mouthful, so I will try reading it as clear as possible. Provide a holistic approach to software development, from communication to project management, project leadership, and development. We are going to reword this for sure to sound better, but what's what's the gist of it? What's the general idea of this? Again, our, our, our general idea that we are providing an end-to-end software development, and the software development is not only writing code, it is a lot of things like communication, project management, uh, uh, support leadership, everything. And actually, writing code is probably a small part of the whole thing. So our initial idea, uh, the, 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 the mission that we uh, set when we, when we started is that we want to do everything. We don't really want to focus on one technology uh, and, and do only this technology and nothing else uh, or, or, or even do some kind of outstaffing with this, with this given technology. We want to uh, solve problems from, from, from the uh, start to the end. Yes. This is for yeah. This is basically related to the solutions company and uh, Kevin. You, you were you, was, you were about to say something. Yeah, I, I was about to say that we are not uh, as religious to the code as some people are writing code. We care more about the business than um, than writing the prettiest code that we can ever because we want to solve the problems of the business and not just be able to say that we wrote a beautiful piece of code every time. Although our code is still beautiful. It is, yeah, it is. But if you ha- if you have to choose whether the business should suffer or the code, um, of course, yeah, we we kind of stay pragmatic. We we because one of our we will go there. She's ship high quality software on one of our other mission statements. But we kind of stay pragmatic, and I think this is somehow we evol- naturally evolved to be uh, to be pragmatic. I told you I'm going to get the call, but I will close this call now. <laughs> Sorry, podcast. So we, we kind of uh, got there uh, naturally, and it's about writing code, but also knowing when to ship something. Yeah. Even if it's not perfect, even if mm-hmm. it's not uh, finished in a in like in a good enough state. So that's that for me is the uh, first mission statement, and it's basically the end-to-end software development that we talked about at length during this uh, during the season three of Hackcast. The second one, I really like this one. Be more than just an outsourcing company. Be a trusted partner for our clients. That's our second mission statement. And perhaps it's my favorite mission statement. Why is your favorite mission statement? Because again, it's 
related to the solutions company. It's related to how we treat our clients and how we want to be treated by, by our clients. We want to be there, be equal with our clients and help them get to their goals and s solve their business needs with software means and software tools and basically doing software development. And it's because usually when you are an outsourcing company, you're treated like an outsourcing company and this and you're not treated very well. It's like you cannot make decisions and you're just there to do the work. Mm -hmm. There's some work to be done. Just please do the work. Don't ask questions. Don't, don't make proposals. Nothing. You are an outsourcing company. And we have this as a mission statement because we want to avoid or get get away from this treatment even though most of the clients they usually start like this because this is the standard way of doing business and we do our best to prove ourselves and to show them that we can be an equal partners sometimes there are clients with really fixed mindset that when they treat us like an outsourcing partner but those are the clients that do not stick that long and we talked with Ivo about uh, in the episode uh, when do we stop working with clients mm -hmm. about this mm -hmm. and Kamen has a really nice saying uh, yeah that's yeah. that's uh, also my favorite mission because that's how I introduce Hacksoft when I talk to someone yeah. that doesn't know what Hacksoft is for example at a conference I meet a lecturer and they ask me so what do you do at Hacksoft and I say well it's like outsourcing but we care <laughs> so it's that's really the good. main difference <laughs> It's really good, it's really good, yeah. And that's that's the second mission statement. So the first and the second, they're kind of they're kind of related to our first vision, becoming the solutions company mm -hmm. yeah. where businesses come to get things done, to get problems solved. The third mission statement is be a great place to work where people are inspired to be the best they can be. That's my favorite. <laughs> Tell us why. Well, as we already spoke about, we started as a software academy, right? Yeah. And I was really inspired when we were doing uh, programming courses, teaching people how to how to do software. And this is the, this was the moment that uh, really motivated me enough to actually start uh, Hacksoft and uh, continue doing this, but in a way in in a way different way. So um, I'm all about people, and I really care and like working working with people these are the people that i spend like 60 percent of my time throughout the day and i definitely prefer to to be helpful and to um, count on a nice colleagues uh, and help them help them grow in in different ways of course not only writing software but 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 everything related to work and not only work so i think it's safe to say that this is my my, my favorite mission Carmen, do you have a comment yeah, here absolutely well it's it's great to have this as a mission because we grow together since we started Hacksoft. Mm -hmm. I think we went from being not exactly fresh out of school, but... Um, almost. Yeah, almost fresh out of school. And we were teaching at the time. So at first I understood it like we are teachers with hands-on experience. So this is like we are able to show you the proper way that software is written even professionally and ship it. Mm -hmm. uh, but then it turned out to be we can help people grow while shipping software professionally. So it kind of changed uh, for me this, this exact mission. Yeah, and for me, is, this is related to uh, unfolding potential. And we've talked about this uh, as well, because 
we want to build a place, a company where people can unfold their potential and reach their maximum potential. And that's that's what we are um, that's what we are doing, trying to do internally, working with people, pushing them to become better and to see where their potential really is and not just stay at the same place. So it's it's a good place to be because you can grow. And since we are doing end-to-end software development and we're taking care of quite a lot of things for our clients, there is always an opportunity to grow somewhere and yeah. to learn new things. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that's that's why it's it's a good thing to have this as a mission statement. And this is my uh, interpretation of this particular mission statement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have a place where people can reach their maximum potential. That's it. Yeah, it's really motivating to see some of our folks that are here for five, six, seven years. Yeah. And when you see how much they grow throughout these years, which is extremely uncommon for our industry, but when you see that their growth in like the seven years, let's say, that they're here, it's to me, it's extremely motivating. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we got most of our people initially from the courses, mm-hmm. right? So they were prepared for a junior position, mm-hmm. and right now they are so advanced that they can take care of any problem you put in front of them. They're senior technical team leads. Yeah. yeah. And they do a very good job. So for sure, the growth is there. And there's more more growth to be to to be had. And the last of our, so we have two vision statements, four mission statements, and I remember trying to go with eight values, so we can have two, four, eight, but we have nine values, so (laughs) it is what it is. So our last mission statement is ship high quality software, which is quite straightforward, but still very important. Because I think we we learned the hard way that if you don't care about the quality of your work, uh, it will always backfire. Something will happen, something will break, and we'll end up in a really bad situation. So we learned the hard way that we must always keep high-quality standards and make sure that we are not... How would you translate this in uh, English? In Bulgarian, we have uh, this saying, Wow, that's a hard one. Yeah, so for me, ship high quality software, this mission statement is the thing that tries to prevent everyone from leaving their hands in <laughs> and just doing a uh, a really bad job mm-hmm. and not caring about quality because after all, quality pays back and it produces more stable software. And if you have more stable software, you can move faster. I think uh, there's not a literal translation of this, but I can tell you what the opposite is. What, what uh, the opposite the, is? The opposite is to, be, to, to build software that you're proud of. Yes. So if you're proud of, if you put everything that you have in that software, that's the opposite of <laughs> the Bulgarian thing. Uh, Teddy will find the translation and put it in the editing uh, of the Siustavish Recete. Thank you, Teddy, <laughs> in advance. <laughs> Yeah, I, I started doing software in the in the early days of PHP, um, and when I meet you guys, uh, like writing poor quality software was kind of normal in terms of uh, writing yeah. quick quick websites and things that they don't really need to scale well. And we initially met. I uh, I was really impressed that, that that both of you are aiming to to do something different, yeah. and I think that's why we we kind of put it in our mission. Because I think we all started with the early days of PHP, and we definitely know what the yes. difference between really crappy code and just you know good 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 solution is. And we the the three of us they we 
we just like writing yeah. good yeah. quality software. And we are not throwing shade at PHP. Yeah, just a side oh. note here, PHP is... Er, early days, yeah, early days yeah. of PHP. You PHP know, is, without is evolving. Uh, of it's course. growing. Of course, of course. Rio escapes ring. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this time for Rio, MySQL expect... There escape. were some bad decisions in the past. Of but, course, uh, as, in, as in every language. As in every language, yeah. As in every language. If you look at JavaScript from the early days of JavaScript, it's just horrible in so many ways. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it was just in these early days, everyone is just doing some quick websites yeah. and quick things Absolutely. that were not meant to, to scale in any way. And writing bad quality code, it was kind of kind of the norm. Uh, ju just because you need to ship it really fast and then jump to the next one. Yeah. Keep in mind that also we were pretty young back then. Of course, so of course. We didn't have the discipline to keep up a good, good coding standards. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. You need some form of discipline to keep your work quality high. And uh, to finish with this, I think the Django style guide was born because of this mission statement, ship high quality software, yep. because we were looking for something that will produce better results for Django apps at scale. Mm -hmm. This is how the style guide was born. Mm -hmm. All right, so those are our four mission statements. And we now get to values. Let's go. We have nine values and they're basically what we are looking in ourselves and in the folks uh, that are working at the company. It's, it's again a framework for, for things to expect at Hacksoft. And the first value is freedom and responsibility. Yep, that's very important. That's very important. Should I read the small text next to it? Yeah, why not? No. Yeah, so freedom and responsibility. This is not a typical software development company. We have more freedoms, but they need to be matched with a certain amount of responsibility. And I know the, the <laughs> there is a memeing potential right now. Yeah, there's a line from Spider-Man <laughs> <laughs> that gets here. There's a bolt eagle flying somewhere <laughs> nearby, but we will not get there right now. Yeah. How do you interpret this? With great freedom comes great responsibility. <laughs> Which is true. <laughs> it is, it is. Uh, so basically the way I understand this uh, is we give people freedom to uh, feel safe at their job, to feel um, motivated to suggest ideas that might not work always. We, we create a safe space uh, and, we always, uh, and we also give them freedom to, um, you basically nobody cares about your, uh, how you, uh, what you do in your work during your working hours. Yeah, so we give them freedom to manage their own time, basically, as long them. as they they get their responsibilities straight. And this is why it's it's it, it's in one thing: freedom and responsibility. You need to match the freedom with this responsibility because yes. if you just take the freedom and you're not matching it with responsibility, then uh, you will not have good outcomes and we will most probably part ways. Yes. But uh, this is th that's why we have quite a lot of uh, things in internally in the company like day offs and day offs and st stuff like this because we really don't want to deal with all the bureaucracy oh you're sick you're, you're gonna uh, you have to go to your yeah. um, personal doctor, doctor. doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and get your uh, get documents note, that you were yeah. Yeah, sick and then hand it over to Miglena <laughs> which is our accountant and yeah. stuff like this essentially we trust that people are responsible and that they will not try to um, lie in any way uh, for, for these things and we give them the freedom to uh, get days off because they're sick or because yeah. they're not feeling well or because they need a rest uh, but that has to be matched with the responsibility that your team depends on you to be there 
Exactly. And usually this, this value becomes uh, valuable to you uh, when you are in a more senior position or when you have spent uh, several years at the company and you have growth a little bit. Yeah. Because if you're intern or junior, you need someone to micromanage you in a good way and to lead you uh, and to lead you along the way and to give you well-defined tasks so you can have the opportunity to grow and have some directed learning to do instead of just wandering around uh, thinking about what's next and uh, what should I what should I start working on next. But the more senior you get, the more this value becomes valuable for you. This is this is at least my opinion. If you think about it, it also works for juniors because when you're a junior, you don't have as much responsibilities uh, as you have when you're a senior or a team lead. Yeah, exactly. I exactly. think it's a nice way to say we are the opposite of a corporation. <laughs> we try to be. We try to be. Because yeah. normally in the corporations, uh, you don't have a, a lot of freedom, but you don't have a lot of responsibilities either. Because if something goes wrong, it's probably your manager's fault or his, <laughs> his manager or, or something yeah. like that. Here, you have way more freedom. But with this freedom, of course, there are responsibilities that need to be taken. And so, yeah, it's. I think this is for another episode. It, and it's also a good value to take. No, we'll talk about this later. The next value is growth mindset. Strive to be better in the things you do. And this is uh, with uh, the mission statement about that be a great place where people are inspired to be the best they can be. And it's about unfolding potential. It's about reaching your actual potential. This is the value uh, for me. Meaning you don't know where you're going to get, but you need to do the right, you need to do the things to get there. You need to see what you're capable of and you need to see where your potential is. And that's the growth mindset for me. Being open-minded, learning new things, learning new skills, seeing things from a different perspective, stuff like this. Yeah, and when you learn to do this at work, you're basically starting to doing it everywhere, not only not only in yeah. work, and this really helps you to, to develop as a person, as, as a human being, uh, which is to me, extremely important because when you are, let's say, doing web development, it's pretty easy to say, oh, I've, I've done this like a million times. It's it's an easy job, but there is always a way to, to do it better. There is always a new library or, or, or something new that you can improve or improve the process or improve your, I don't know, editor, something that can improve your, your workflow. And yeah. when you are starving for these new new things to, to be learned and to uh, be be practiced, you're st you are starting to apply this in in your life, not only in work. Yeah, which is great. Yeah, and especially in software development, where new libraries, languages, and and, and versions versions and software gets created every day, so yeah. you have to keep up with it, and it's not healthy for you to just lay back and say, "I've done this a million times. I don't need to." Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Especially right now with all the LLMs and things like Copilot. Co yeah. I think we've started adopting it quite seriously right now at the company and it pays off. You mm -hmm. know, it, it can make you a better software engineer. So why not use those tools? Yeah. And to balance the growth mindset, because you can go in like, an, I will constantly learn new things and never actually finish something. Yeah. We have another value that's called get shit done the get shit done attitude. Um, and it's sometimes you just need to do the work, take action, make a call, move forward. You know, I, I really like those two values because they balance themselves. Sometimes you need to basically get some work done and get it done in a timely manner. 
And if we don't have this value, we will actually not be able to ship enough things for our clients. Uh, so they will not see the, the value that we provide for them. Even if the value that we provide for them is more in a strategical thinking and long-term long planning, if we don't ship anything for six months, how how can you justify that they will it, it will get better it will get better with time you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that's why you need to you need to be able to ship things and it doesn't it doesn't really apply only for for software development again it is working on the company growing the company doing marketing things everything sometimes needs just to be to be done even it's not yeah. even if you don't ship it the perfect possible way it's really important to important to 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 just get it done. Yep. For me, it also means that for every piece of work that you do, uh, it doesn't matter if you're writing software or if you're solving a math problem, mm -hmm. uh, there's a place in that problem that you just have to get your hands dirty and just do the job right now. Stop planning, stop thinking you've planned enough, you have the thing already, just do it. Yeah. It, it helps prevent overthinking, you know, sometimes you just have to do it. Yeah, just yeah, go and yeah. do it. Just start, start doing the motions. For me, yeah. it sounds like take action. Just exactly. stop stopping. Just go. Next one. Long-term thinking. Next value. We are playing the long game. Some things won't happen fast. Some things will yield their value over time. And again, this is this comes as a balancing act to uh, get shit done attitude. It's like the values kind of there. We, we kind of created them so they can balance each other and get the best of, of both or, or, or of all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, at first I didn't really understand this when we talked about it initially because I didn't really have the mindset of looking things from above and seeing the whole picture. But it, it made a lot of sense once we started growing the company. Because uh, I saw that some things re actually yield uh, value over time. I hadn't seen that before. I've only worked um, in the beginning of the PHP days. I, I only built websites. And when we when we started the company, I, I had that mindset that you just work and whatever you, whatever you get done, just use results right here, right now. Yes. Yeah, and we learned that as we grew because we created things that that were valuable to us, not making money sometimes, mm. but these things yielded results in the long run. Exactly. Yeah. Pl plenty of examples. Sometimes we kind of uh, didn't take on projects that were like straight up making us money because we wanted to focus on something else that we thought it it was way more important. Yeah. Uh, some it's the same thing when you hire juniors and interns. You have to apply some long-term thinking there because yeah. you cannot get value out of them in the first six months. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Although we do a pretty good job at actually making those folks ship software in the first six months and they really like it. And it's the same thing with basically our entire marketing efforts and things that we do around branding. It's like, what's the ROI of your YouTube account? You have 500 subscribers, where are the money? You know, mm -hmm. they will, this is not the idea right now. Mm -hmm. And it starts paying off. Whenever you talk with a new customer or a new client and they say, oh, I listened to your Hackcast uh, episodes um, three or four or something like this, and I have this and this question, then it starts paying off. And it, this is this is basically the, the long game and the long-term thinking. And sometimes it's really hard because you want to get results straight away. And sometimes it's really hard when the markets are not in a good condition. 
but you know and sometimes you don't expect things to yeah. yield such value for example the django style guide when oh, we yeah. when we did the django style guide this was for internal use we exactly. just wrote down the tribal knowledge that we have inside and it turns out a lot of people find it useful which is just amazing for me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. doing talks teaching courses Absolutely. all of this all of this going to conferences going yeah. to conferences being a good hum- human being and we have <laughs> A value for this. Yeah. It's also a, a long game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because if you are not uh, SO, it, you will get results more quickly. But yeah. yeah, I think it's important to say that the company is with really, really long vision. I really hope that in the next, let's say, 20 years, we will still be the same people working probably in a different place, place yeah. but uh, having the same company as it is at the moment. Probably slightly bigger, but... Uh, the 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 mission and the and, and the values and the core are um, are going to be the same. Yes. So so all decisions that that we take are definitely uh, long term, and we we are not taking short term decisions that are going to be nice in the short term. But if you look at the long term game, they're not going to be probably the best. And we're trying to yeah. when taking decisions, I think this is probably the most important vi- uh, value to uh, yes. think of. For sure, and this. There is a correlation with uh, the theory of infinite games, uh, something that Simon Sinek uh, talks a lot about. And for sure, there is uh, something from this in the long-term thinking Mm -hmm. value that we have. Next, leadership. Okay, so this value is just called leadership. And the text is, leading proactively is the way to become better and to lift up everyone around you. And for me, whenever you start tapping into this value and whenever you start showing um, some kind of leadership uh, on your behalf, this is the moment where you unlock and start really understanding the freedom and responsibility value. You know, those two, those two values are quite connected. And we value leadership quite a lot because we love proactive people and we love things happening uh, naturally. Uh, by someone just being proactive and taking action mm-hmm. instead of uh, just waiting to be pushed and just waiting to be activated to do something. Because then you can scale and then you can, again, unfold potential and see the real potential of people. If you are just waiting and sitting, you will not reach your maximum potential for sure. Mm-hmm. I feel like we can rename this to just be proactive. <laughs> Because it's it's, basically the same. Yeah, basically the same. something that scales a lot. If you're proactive at any job, at any company, people oh, will yeah. notice and you will get back some pretty positive gains. Whenever you try to help someone do their job, you also learn how to do that even better than you knew before. Whenever you take some responsibility, you basically grow as a person. So this helps a lot. And being proactive allows you to grow with your own rhythm. And if you're not proactive, you basically grow with the rhythm of your mentor, your your buddy, your your leader. Yeah. And sometimes the leader is not entirely focused on growing you, so it basically slows slows your growing down. Yes. So so being proactive is is is, is awesome, especially in a world where all the information is like on a couple of Google's away. And uh, prompts. 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 Okay. <laughs> or Google's. <laughs> And uh, you, you can easily learn new things and be proactive at your job. Yeah. All right. Four more to go. What's the time, Teddy? More than 45 minutes. More than, oh, wow, we are going for an hour. All right, we have four more values to talk about. Uh, we will put 
timestamps and you will be able to yeah. jump to different values. The next one is called mutual respect. Don't be an asshole, respect your peers. I think this got rewarded from the start. I think this was initially, yeah. don't be an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not sure how this word helps our SEO, SEO, <laughs> but <laughs> we'll it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah, so basically, uh, there are people that really like to be assholes and not respect their peers and just treat them in all kinds of bad ways. And this is why we put the put this as a value because it's important to have this mutual respect because when you have this mutual respect, you will be in a safer environment where you can actually grow and unfold your potential. If you're constantly thinking about corporate politics, which we try to avoid as much as possible, you will not be focused on shipping software or growing or taking proactive steps or, or things like this. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's about staying away from a corporation where being an asshole is rewarded and actually having a workplace where people are being respectful towards each other. Uh, of course, people can disagree with each other, but being respectful is really important. And again, you're spending like 60% of your life at work, so working with assholes is probably not, not a great experience. Yeah. Or being an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <Or being> an <laughs> asshole. Well, probably being an asshole is, is better than working with assholes. But I'm not sure about that either. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's something that inspired me, that basically Rado inspired me uh, at the beginning. Um, when, I, when I started working with him, I was like, oh, I would like to, to behave nicely, just like Rado is doing with, with, with everyone. Uh, it, it definitely grabbed me. Because uh, back in the days we had some some meetings with people that are not uh, uh, that are not pleasant pleasant I guess yeah and Rado was still acting cool with them so um, and I was like <laughs> I I will better sh uh, shut up and just <laughs> let the meeting go uh, and um, yeah I was really inspired by by this and I think that's why it's here it's really important to to behave nicely with with everyone. Over the years, we've met with some um, representatives of the Balkan way of doing business, where you have the big guy <laughs> in the room who's calling the shots and who's screaming at everyone and who throws money at you. Yeah. Literally. Literally. Literally yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fun yeah. stories. It's for another season. All right. Balance is the next value. Yes. Which is manage your health and stress. Know when to push and know when to rest. That's the balance. I think this is kind of opposite to the leadership one because leadership is all about proactivity. But if you try to lift more than you can carry, you go into burnout. Yeah. So you should balance this and manage your health uh, along with being proactive as a leader. Yes. It, it's, you can be proactive and you can get a lot of things done and you can burn yourself out and then be sick every other week. Yes. And this will reflect in your in the output and your in your in the work that you're doing, and uh, it's just not a good 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 idea to go to the extreme to constantly go to the extremes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It doesn't help your team in the long run. Yeah. It may help your team or your client in the short term to just do an all nighter, uh, yeah. two or three days a, um, in a row, but then your health will decline and you'll be out the next five days. So it doesn't help your team or your client overall. And you know that uh, you don't have to plan as uh, as good and you don't have to 
have a really good work ethic and discipline because you'll just clutch it. Yes, yes. Which is a bad thing to learn, uh, like uh, like a behavior, because you will clutch it as long as you are uh, under 25, and after you go above 25 years old, we have an internal joke about 25 years old. It will be it will become uh, harder to clutch and to pull all nighters and to just reactively fix things when things are on fire. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's a good skill to have, and I think in order to get to the balance, you need to go to the extremes. A couple of times. Y you need to have been there, yeah. You need to know uh, how the extremes feel and you need to know why they are not doing a good job so you can find the balance. I think yeah. that's it's a certain rite of passage in order to find this, this kind of balance. I was about to say that I learned this the hard way, <laughs> balancing your stress. I think everyone did. Yeah. Uh, and this definitely plays well with the long-term thinking. Yes. I'm hoping to, to work with the same folks like 20 years from now so uh, managing your, your health and stress is really important for, for everyone in the company. And I personally am trying to uh, speak and, and, and work with uh, the folks to, to ensure that, that everyone is think person, feeling personally happy and balanced. Work ethic is important. Yeah. We're having a good nine to five freedom, although it's a meme, it's actually a good thing. Yeah, because you will get a lot of things done and you don't have to constantly clutch. So mm -hmm. for me, this is uh, quite underrated. And that's why we have it as a value. Yeah. Last two values. The first one of the last two, over communication. Might be don't think, oh wow, we have used <laughs> complex words. Might be don't think, but has a great positive long-term effect. Over communication. Why it might be don't think? I think every software developer ever struggled with under communication. Yeah. And the best way to 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 overcome this habit is to start over communicating when when it comes to work. Yes. And it's way easier to, to work with people that are over communicating instead of people that are under communicating. So since communication in software development is a key thing, it's really important. Um it's basically almost impossible to do software development without the proper amount of communication. Yes. And that's why it's, it's a value. We really value communication and even over-communication. Yes. It is possible to write software with minimal communication, but it's tedious. It gets tedious pretty fast. If you're the only software developer, probably yes. Yeah, well, if you don't really care about your team and you're working on your piece of software and maintaining that, you can do that, but it gets tedious pretty fast. And I think you start to realize the the value of this value haha <laughs> uh, as you get into a managerial position because then you just want to know is everybody doing okay is everybody um doing their their task uh, in a way that uh, that is the best way currently did they did they understand the task correctly mm -hmm. can you help them in any way so if everybody is communicating all the time it's really easy to get but if nobody's communicating, uh, you just have to go and ping them and, and ask them, is everything okay? Are you fine? Are you good? Did you, do you understand the task? And so on and so forth. And it's underrated if you are not a manager because if your manager doesn't communicate proactively with you, you don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. You're just in your own task, in your own um, context, and you don't know what's going on outside of that. But if your manager is communicating proactively, then you're also aware what goes on with the team, with the project, with the company, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. 
and it's also quite pr quite pragmatic, uh, you know, writing what's your um, current agenda for the day or for the week, um, summarizing after a meeting to make sure everyone is on the same page because <laughs> not always after a call, everyone is on the same page. So yeah. having it written down is really important. Um, saying, hey, I am actually starting to work on this or hey, I'm going to grab a lunch or hey, I, I will be out for two hours because this of this. All of this is extremely important because it gets you in a communication rhythm and other people will follow. And then you will end up in a team where everyone is over communicating and everyone feels good about it because you're not left out as common said. You're not like um, starved out of information, not on purpose, but because nobody's, yeah. nobody's communicating. And this is, I think this is one of the hardest things to learn for software engineers because of the nature of the of the of the work but it pays off a lot and we have internal processes and internal playbooks around this and they do really help us uh, build better software and work better with our clients mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so our communication is a great value and again it's not only when you are doing software development it's basically everything in the company when you want to speak yeah. with your with your team lead about something many people are oh he's too busy i'm not going to waste his time no that's not the case uh, communication is really important so if something bothers you or uh, if you want to speak with with someone about something just just do it yeah also clients end up loving it yeah it yeah. was very surprising for me but uh, clients like when you update them about the current status as uh, as many times as you can mm -hmm. Uh, because that's way that way they know what's going on at the, in every single time, uh, in every single minute or hour or day, uh, and even if you don't have the update that they need right now, it's better to write to them and say, "Hey, I'm still waiting," than to just leave them hanging. Mm -hmm. Just people love that you're thinking about them, that you know that they're waiting for you, and that you update them constantly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It also helps you structure your thoughts. And uh, for the clients, we're not doing this so we can give the clients an opportunity to micromanage us. Yeah, we absolutely. have a quite a strong pushback against this, but rather to just have an idea what's going on and what to expect. Yeah, absolutely. And it's important to frame it like this because uh, sometimes people are, oh, I don't want to write this detail, this uh, kind of report to, our, to, to the client because the client will start asking questions and micromanaging uh, me which is not the thing, but rather give them insights of uh, where things are. That was exactly my way of thinking in the beginning, but yeah, it turns out that it was wrong. And the last one. We are almost in an hour. Yes. Yes. Woke the extra mile. This is the last value that we added. Always do one more thing and watch the effects accumulate. And I think this is with... Uh, in a combination with the leadership and the get shit done attitude and basically being proactive uh, in such a way that you can do one more thing or add some more value or walk the extra mile as they say because those extra miles they really do accumulate and they do and they really do yield results over time and it should be again balanced by the balanced value yeah not to overdo it because yeah. if you walk too many extra miles then you will just be exhausted and you will need a lot more time to recharge and recover but i think this is the other one of my favorite values because 
I myself, I try to be quite proactive and I really like this thing because proactivity helps us move forward. Yeah. In business uh, context, in software development context, in personal development context, in everything. Yeah. To me, it really plays well with the uh, growth mindset. Cause, also, yeah. Because it's not only about doing something, some an extra mile, doing, doing one more thing, like uh, getting one more task or shipping one more feature or, or something like that. Uh, normally, we have a schedule, so we, we don't really need to, to, to do one more thing. But figuring out the way to improve the thing that you've done, because it's done, but it can be improved. So, so, so let's, figure, let's, let's try to figure out a way to, to improve it yes. and do one more thing to improve it. So next time you have a better foundation and next time you have even better foundation and you, this will stuck over time. And you will end up being, you know, a, a lot better at your job. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Marginal changes over a long period of time yield a lot of value. Oh yeah. And that's it. Nine values. We talked about the vision. We talked about the mission. We talked about our values. And this is the framework of the company. And this is um, what we try to align. Well basically uh, on a company level and on a team level and on an individual level. It's going to be interesting, uh, I suppose, in a couple of years if we revisit this topic and compare it with this particular episode, I think. And we'll most probably do it. This is the third or the fourth episode that I promised. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of episodes promised, yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Teddy. We can do a reaction video. <laughs> <laughs> do you promise this? <laughs> no, no, no. We are going to do a reaction video for something. <laughs> we'll figure it out. And uh, thank you, everyone, actually, for sticking uh, with us. This was an important episode because we wanted to discuss our vision, mission, and values. I hope it was valuable for you. And if you are running a company and you don't have those things, we can highly recommend to sit down and uh, write them down and think about them and iterate over, uh, iterate on top of them over time. And it will certainly pay off. Who wants to say about the subscribers? Me. So, so go go. like, subscribe, share with your friends and write a comment. Uh, the comment can be a question that we are going to answer in the final episode of this season. Yes. And we're 1,000 subscribers is our goal. We will give this beautiful keyboard to one of uh, one of those 1,000 subscribers. And Kamen guarantees for this keyboard. Yep, it's great. I've used it. It's awesome. Like, subscribe, bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>